Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode number 14. And uh, no, you're not hearing things. Episode 13, you haven't heard. It is uh, under construction. Uh, it was uh, highly emotional. As I think the folks that listened to episode 12, it was the post-climb with Aaron Ralston. Uh, I did make it to 13,200 feet, six miles round trip hiking. And uh, it was, as we said in episode 12, going to be the hardest challenge that I've ever experienced. And it was... Uh, mentally and physically, uh, it took me about nine hours. So uh, my 10 minutes in the uh, rental car at the bottom of the mountain has a lot of emotion, really raw, and I need to put a little intro together for it uh, for the folks that might be listening to that podcast as their first to understand that they're not all of me babbling and crying uh, with some points to make. Really excited for this episode. I'm actually in my hometown of Easton, and uh, the I've got a guest. I'm in his workshop. You're probably going to hear some noise here, uh, but his name is Chris Mills. I've known Chris for about 30 years. Uh, we've kind of not been around each other until recently, uh, since basically high school. So the last 25 years or so, I haven't seen much of each other, but we're in a, a group that meets once a month to uh, try and help folks in the community out and uh we've gotten to know each other better and and uh, kind of reacclimate and he said a number of things over the last few months that just said man i'd, I'd really like to kind of have you on one of these podcasts and as we've gone along uh, i've had a number of different reasons to have him on and so a little bit about chris uh also known as milsey he is a uh, tw- uh chris first of all welcome as you're uh, cleaning up the shop uh for 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 those <laughs> For those of you that do know Chris Mills, you will know that typically you have to take your shoes off to go in his garage and it's got sawdust on it, so his uh, OCD is kicking in and he's sweeping the floor up as we do this. But uh, Chris is a a paramedic firefighter for the town of Easton for how many years has it been? 22 plus. 22 plus years. Uh, First of all, thank you for being a public servant for the town and for the state. Um, That's a long, a long ride. And... uh, you know, I think I'll open up with this. My first question is, you know, I wake up every day uh, saying I want to make a difference in the world. I want to do something awesome. I want to be something awesome. But I have days that I can wake up and say I don't feel like working. Uh, I don't feel like doing anything. Your job, every time you wake up for a shift, uh, you're, you you got to be awesome, right? You Every call you go on has a life-saving effort in, involved in it. You're I mean, that's, a, that's for me, that would be incredible stress. But, I mean, there's got to be a whole bunch of different feelings. Like, you don't just wake up and just go, ah, it's another day. You know, what's that like? You know what's funny for a paramedic or a firefighter or even a police officer? I actually do think that there's a certain sense of it's all in a day's work. Yep. And, and I, I, you know, over the years, I worked for uh, one chief. His name was Tom Stone. He was a very uh, great, great man. And we had a, I forget what the call exactly was, but what what happened was a life was saved and it was somewhat dramatic and people wanted to nominate us for a heroism award. And I was young, not fully matured in the fire service yet. And and, and he, he, he said he was not a flashy guy. And he's like, no, you know, this is 
this is what we do. This is, some people go to the bank every day and work, and some people get in a cruiser and patrol and look for bad things to happen, and this is what the fire department does. And, and it, it, it's true. So while we try to be awesome, personally, I don't think we're any different than anyone else. It's just this is my chosen profession. Um, feel free to disagree. People, you know, there are some people that I work with that do think it's, you know, a little step above or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm Chris Mills, who happens to be a firefighter, not a firefighter who happens to be Chris Mills. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and, you know, take, take me back 22 plus years ago, that first call. You know, was, this is the way you've always felt. Like, is that was out of the gate? That was like, you know, you, you shared with me your you thought your calling was you wanted to go into the Coast Guard originally, and you kind of came into the the paramedic firefighter field as kind of a, a, a second option or or uh, something plan. you could backup plan. Um, you think you've always felt this way? It's always hard to you know part of this whole thing that I'm doing is so that I can always remember the beginning stages of what I was like. <laughs> I, I think guys in my profession and females. Um, there's a certain hard wiring that you're either attracted to it or not. Same with police officers. And I've talked about this uh, a bunch of times. I have, you know, numerous firefighter and police officer friends. And, and at the end of the day, there there is a certain drive. There is a certain attraction to this type of work. And there is a certain satisfaction. Yes, you do. Do you get to save people's lives? Yes. Do, do you get to make a difference? Yes. Um, and you know, there's one thing that I've learned over the years is I'm going to forget taking you to the hospital and helping you. You're never going to forget me. So it's, it's one of those where you have to try and remember that because you are kind of a salesman for your profession. You're a salesman for your service. And, and if I'm having a bad day and I'm gruff on the ambulance, well, I might not remember that, but the person that I took to the hospital will. So, so there are days where you might struggle to be awesome, <laughs> <laughs> really struggle to be awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know, the I'm, I'm lucky enough to work with some of the best firefighters and paramedics that I've ever encountered in my life, and and it, uh, it it's 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 been a, one of the greatest privileges of my life to yeah. to help serve the people that I grew up with, um, people that I live with, see in the supermarkets, church, everywhere, but also work alongside with some of the same people that feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't like to do favoritism, but, uh, I do, I do agree with you that, uh, I, I have personal experience with, uh, paramedics fire and, and the police in our town. I can remember getting electrocuted, um, <laughs> after one of the hurricanes and refused to, uh, seek medical attention and and the uh, ambulance that came was the guys were great and tried to try to guide me into uh uh second you know a second opinion that was more more in line with what I should be doing so uh but that's you know that's 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 awesome stuff and and you know guys like you and and, and uh and that are that are you know in the town that that grew up in the town and have that pride of ownership and know everybody and uh that's the amazing thing that that I've learned in the last you know couple of years, uh, and meeting and hanging out is you know you know just about everybody and everything and everyone and you're you're and in, you're involved in countless things like just sitting here for the last hour you know you were president of the football 
group and boosters and you know you're involved with the other programs because they want to they might need your help and you're constantly out you know helping others in the community which is fantastic and for me it seems exhausting uh but you you seem to keep having attention and i don't know if it's because there's always sawdust on the floor wherever you're at but um yeah you know but uh you know we're here uh the the real reason for you know, I want to get people to know who Chris Mills is uh, during the day. But one of the important things that I I'm still struggling with. People say I need a hobby. I think I'm too busy for one right now. <laughs> but something you've been able to do, and I think it's something that many people that have even not as high a stress of a role or or, or a career. They need to have an outlet. They need to have something to do that they can just call theirs, that they can have their time, their space, and 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 get out and not just go to work, be a couch potato, go to work again the next day, or go to work, do something detrimental to yourself, drink too much, smoke too much, do something too much, and then and then just go through the motions. And and you've done something really cool here and why we're in the shop. So tell tell me a little bit about what you're doing, all the things that you're doing, uh, give me some give me some detail on on what I'm looking at on the wall, and and where it all came about too, because uh, that's I think that's, that's a, actually a really good story. Yep. Uh, so I am also a general contractor. Uh, I do additions, renovations, mostly here in Easton. I'm I'm lucky enough that I, I don't have to travel far for work, and and I get to build some nice things and renovate some nice things for for a lot of people here in town. About two years ago, a mutual friend of yours and mine, uh, was a police officer, uh, was getting ready to retire, and they were having a party for him. And his best friend, who was another mutual friend of both of ours, had this flag. He was also a police officer, and he had this flag that his wife had purchased for him, and it, it had his name. It was black and white striped, and then a blue stripe in the middle it was one of those thin blue line flags. He's like, my wife paid $200 for this. He's like, Millsy, you got to make this one. For so-and-so, we'll give it to him for graduation, you know, for his retirement. But, you know, I want to inscribe this, this, this. We want to, you know, emboss a badge into it and stuff like that. He made it ten times harder than, than I really... <laughs> and, and I'm looking at it. And this was two months out. And I was like, yeah, whatever. He's going to forget about it. Please forget about it. And and then we got a little close. He's like, how are you making it with that flag? I'm like, Jesus, I'm, I don't, I don't want to do it. You, you know, oh, you can do it ten times better, blah, blah, blah. So I said, fine, the hell with it. And I took his flag, I used it as a template, and I made this thing. It was the first one I'd ever done, and uh, it, it, to me, I didn't like how it came out, but uh, everybody, when the flag was presented, were like, where the hell did you get that? Who the hell made that? It, this thing's amazing, you know? And it, it uh, and I said, well, you know, all right. And like anything, the more you do it, the better you get, the more efficient you get. So over the years, I've saved old beams from houses I've renovated. Things with character. They beams with holes in it. Beams with old cut nails in it. And I said, "Well, geez, it's one of the cats leaves the workshop." <laughs> um, a cat was rescued from the plant depot before it was torn down. Actually, we found him as a kitten. Oh, the fire department found a litter of kittens, and we. I should have brought my rooster, Steve. He'd have a field day with that cat. <laughs> so <laughs> ADD moment. So, yeah. anyways. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm gonna see. I've been, I've been, I've been saving this wood. Sorry about the radio in the background. And I, I, I've been saving this wood, and 
So you know what? I, I'm gonna let, let's see what I can do with it. So I made a couple flags. Um, they they didn't come out awesome, and but they you know people I put them on Facebook. One of this is one of the a positive Facebook moment. People are like I'll, I'll take it, I'll take it. So I really didn't know how to value these things. I don't know what they're worth. You can go on Etsy and see what other other people are spending on them or, or paying for them and things like that. But none of them are made out of reclaimed beams. It's all new to made look made to look old stuff like that. So I uh, had somebody in the antique industry um, who had a connection and they took some pictures and they had it valued in Boston. And they 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 said basically that thing should land somewhere between $350 and $450. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, it probably takes me about a, a week off and on yeah. to, to, to bang one of these things out from raw wood. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. So I made a couple more. And then this friend saw it, wanted one. This friend saw it, wanted one. And then I started making them. And, and when I'd make it for somebody, I'd put it on Facebook. And then that person would take it, put it on Facebook, tag, it, tag me on the wall. The next thing you know, I'm, I'm making flags. <laughs> And, you know, I found better ways to make the stars. I found, you know, creative ways to make the stars. I found different finishes. I found different ways to uh, engrave them, burn lettering in. And what started as a hobby uh, really hasn't proved to be greatly lucrative, but enough to take a vacation here and there, um, enough to buy some tools. And, And... you know, at, at the end of the day, it it's it, it's an outlet, like yeah. you said. It's it's a hobby that I, I truly, truly love. I wish I could support my family doing it. Maybe one day I'd be able to. Um, but I absolutely love to have tools in my hand to be able to. When I show somebody a picture of an old beam, like I showed you before, with the cut nails hanging out of the old knob and tube wiring holes, probably asbestos. Who who the hell knows? And, and everything else on it and to turn it into this that someone's going to pay three four hundred dollars for and 99 percent of the people are saying you know milzy you're not charging enough for this stuff and it's been um it's fun it's rewarding it's 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 great like i go into the you know one of the classiest restaurants i know in easton the union villa Mm -hmm. and there's one of my flags yep and you you know when when your daughter is like is that one of your flags that yeah and it, it's it's great. It's yeah. cool. Or I'll get text messages. Yeah. Hey, did you sell any? Is one of your flags at the villa, or is one of your flags? Did you make that one? Did I see? And it's it's um, you know, it, it it's great. So that that's kind of the the Reader's Digest version of how. Yeah, I, I've got something hanging up at the villa for another day. Story. It's not as it's not as <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not as it's not as prestigious yeah. as that flag. Um, but yeah, Buddy's Union Villa is a local institution, oldest restaurant in Easton. It's actually where the movie, um, oh, what was the movie? The Marathon. Strong, Marathon. Uh, uh, stronger? stronger? Stronger, yeah, Stronger. So the Brickyard in the movie Stronger is actually the, the bar in our town, Buddy's Union Villa, the Richard family, phenomenal people. But yeah, you got seven flags up on the wall there. And uh, these things are incredible. They're you know reclaimed or found beams and wood. They're uh, they're all handmade. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put some pictures on Facebook and on LinkedIn of this. Um, but yeah, you know that's that's what really amazes me is that you know we do something and then you do something. You know something pops into someone's head and says, "Hey, can you do that?" And instead of saying, "No, I can't," or "I don't want to do it," or you kind of wish they didn't, but you still did it. You found out it was something that you 
that was possible and that you loved and that you like to do. And like I said, I've been here for about an hour and if, I'm just impressed that I got to wear my shoes because it was kind of messy. The the the, the backstory on my, my arrival was I have been traveling all day today and I'm driving by Millsy's house and typically the story is, is if the garage door is open, then stop on by, have a drink, hang out. He's doing work. And the garage door was open, but I, I needed to get home to get the microphone and everything else to do this podcast. And all I saw were pieces of wood literally shot sh- shooting out like a rocket. And Millsy's in here just trying to fire off. Holding the garage door oh, the other day. <laughs> the garage door uh, because he was just trying to hammer out and get a bunch of this wood done so that he could do this podcast with me. And, uh, you know, I just think that... And you also do... What else do you do? You do candles? Uh, uh, that, that's, that's completely a hobby, but I make yeah. uh, homemade candles and I, you know, I give them as gifts. Yankee uh, Candle was worth like a billion dollars at one point. I and, mean... Uh, I, I make the, the wooden snowmen, yep. the wooden trains. Uh, one day I'll have a store. Yeah. When Flint Farm sells, I'll be yeah. the ice cream guy selling the, stuff. The ice cream and the wood <laughs> snowman flag guy. Not uh, many people aspire to be that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be that guy. But that's but that's goals, right? That's what that's what you want to do and where you want to be. And and uh, one of the things I talk about with folks is that the the best the best you hasn't happened yet. And that's one of the efforts in the be awesome kind of movement is for people to realize that no matter where you are, you still have the opportunity to have the best you as long as you're willing to work at it. And, you know, that's what you're doing. You just came off of a 24-hour shift uh, working as, as a paramedic firefighter in the town, and you're in your shop hammering out, you know, two flags. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive stuff. Most people would just not do it. So there's obviously passion there. You know, what... What else about you? What do you? What else is there about Chris Mills that uh, more than meets the eye, more than what you see on Facebook? Which you are, you're all over Facebook, and people are always posting, uh, tagging you on things. But you know, I'm definitely risque. I would say off color, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in a fun way. Nothing ever nasty. Yeah. Um, I like to get reactions out of people. I, I it, it, the people have a field day with the candle making. Yeah, a field day with it, and and. and I'm just one of those people you can't offend. Yeah. You can't call me whatever you want. Yeah. Say whatever you want. I'm just like, it's, I, I, I guess I owe my parents for that type of personality, but it just, there's just nothing. I have to remember sometimes that yes, people can be offended even though I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but it, um, it's, 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 it's been great. It's, it's, uh, so far the, the roller coaster ride of life has been a tremendous positive journey. Ups and downs, definitely, but right now where I've landed is it's it's a it's a good place. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you, when you talk about you know what some of the stuff you do, I really appreciate you educating me with acronyms because you 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 tagline every time that we get done with a text message is GFY, <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant, and I and I appreciate you telling me that it means good for you. So um, I always I always appreciate people that care enough about me to say good for you. Uh, every time that they they end a text series with me, so one of my uh, best friends, I just built a house and he asked me to make a barn door for him, and I spent the greater part of two weeks making this this barn door that's going to hang in his family room, and and uh, I mean th- this person, his husband and wife, are are just as important, if not more, than some family we have, and 
I, you just, there are certain people in your life that you wouldn't even consider taking money from, even though they're going to force it on you. But this was, I was honored and happy to make this thing. And it was elegant, just what they wanted, but on one side of the door on the edge. And, and I just, I just inscribed with the same lettering that I do with the flags. I just put in capital letters, GFY. <laughs> and we hang the door and he's looking and he's, he's looking at this thing like this is a beaut you know Millsy this this is awesome you know no you're taking money you're taking money but, but then a couple of days later did you put GFY on the side the edge of the door I mean it's on an edge where no one's gonna see yeah. and it was just it, it's just it's, it's become a joke yeah. like and, and I have several friends that I do it with so yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that the GFY revolves around me but yeah. it's it's just yeah. It's, it's on my locker at the fire station. It's just, it's, it's hilarious. And people, <laughs> it, 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 it's instead of, if you look on my, my, my Facebook on my birthday, I'm getting a bunch of GFYs instead yeah. of <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. I gotta tell you, honestly, the first time that I got it, I'm still, uh, I'm still, mean? I'm still catching up and trying to figure it out. And I put a bunch of different acronyms. I can't remember who it was said to me, Oh, this is what it means. And I said, that sounds about right. But, uh, that's, that's great. I, I, I uh, Remind me not to have you do any barn doors for me at my house. Um, but, you know, I guess the, the, the takeaway on this uh, podcast, for me anyway, and, and I appreciate you giving us some of your time here while you're, you're hard at work getting this stuff done and under, I'm under a time crunch, you're under a time crunch. But, you know, the takeaway this week is that, uh, you know, find something that you're passionate about. If, if you realize and think about your day, uh, and how it's spent. You're spending a lot of time at work, and if you're unhappy, maybe find something else to do. And I, I'm not, again, suggesting that you go out and quit your job, but this life is way too friggin' short to be miserable all the time. Uh, it's not worth it, and you take it home with you, you take it elsewhere. If you're personally unhappy, you gotta figure out a way to be happy. And it takes work, it doesn't just. You can't just click your heels three times and make magic happen and be happy. It does take work. It takes people around you to maybe give you an idea of something to try or to do and for you to take action on it. And, you know, I think that it's important while I am still struggling and need to find a hobby. Um, I think it's important. You can do candles. Yeah. You could be on a wick boy. I could be the wick boy. boy. (laughs) Yeah, well, like I said, Yankee Candle took a hobby and made it into a billion dollar business. It's the worst place to be. That family that still lives in Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in Lee or somewhere up up there. Ash, no. Up off of 91, I think it is. Something when you have two guys with ADD in a workshop, you just start randomly. Oh, look, there goes a deer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's important that you think about trying to find something that's worthwhile for you to do. One of the things that I, as I'm sitting here thinking about something that I want to do to help folks, because in the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of uh, really uh, entrepreneurial people that have great hobbies that are providing something unique. Donovan Loomis, uh, I got to show you some of his work. He does custom furniture in North Carolina. I'm going to put some, I'm going to put a spot on my website for for, for local people that have hobbies or small businesses that are truly unique and different, not something you could get at Target or Amazon, but stuff that you could say, this has got a story to it, a story behind it, something you look at and love. But, you know, find something that... that oh, you know, it's funny you say that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going to... As you are. Yes. <laughs> He's going to find something at Target or Amazon. But the, 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 uh, the big thing for you to do is to... Um, 
find things that make you happy and and find things that make you happy outside of work maybe get something that you think you want to try i'll tell you that hike i did a couple weeks uh, a week and a half ago time has flown by uh that was so eye-opening for me in my life and and things that i need to do differently and think about and and look at in a little bit of a different fashion but this is really cool. There's so many people out there that are like Milzy, uh, not with the ADD uh, <laughs> level that he has or the OCD level or the GFY level, but have these talents that aren't being uh, leveraged, used, or even looked at to be loved. And I think there's great opportunity out there for, for everybody to uh, Take advantage of it and enjoy it and share with the world your talents and skills uh, outside of just what you do every day. And uh, he is, in this time, as you've been hearing this stuff, he has literally assembled an entire frame. I'll take a picture of this of start to finish. But he's literally just assembled an entire uh, slat flag. Two flags. Uh, two flags. I didn't even notice the first one get done. But absolutely amazing. Chris, I appreciate your time here. Uh, I know this was kind of thrown well, in under the gun. You mentioned oh. everything has a story. So we made this for our fans at Be Awesome. This is a flag that was harvested from a beam just like that one I showed you earlier. And we can take yep. a picture of from that to that. Yep. Um, it has the Be Awesome inscribed. The year I think you started doing it. Yep. But <laughs> on the back of all of my flags, they're numbered. Oh wow! Um, you know, it's got my, uh, you know, my seal there. But also, uh, I was very well aware of when this was an old barn. Oh, my glasses on. Um, on Center Street, that was taken down. Mm -hmm. The barn was from 1878. The guy, uh, when it was being taken down, a friend of mine was leveling the building. He's like, "Hey, I got some old stuff in there. If you want to come take a look at it." And they, yeah, I'll, I'll come take a look. It was July. And uh, went over there, and the guy—I'm not going to say a typical old guy—but he was just in a lawn chair with the uh, with the webbing yep. type of lawn chairs, and he was just watching his barn be taken down, what was left of it, because a tree had done most of the work. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Yeah, I'm going to pull out some of those beams or whatever." And and uh, he's like, "That's from 1978 and 1878." I said, "Oh, that's great." And um, on all my flags, uh, I've numbered them, and. I've put where the wood came from. Just maybe you're going to be the only one that knows, but you know that this came from our town, actually. And uh, I just used um, the that, flag that uh, says patriotism begins at home. Yeah. Uh, the wood from that is the last of a bunch of stair treads that were pulled out of Boston University, one of their uh, bleachers in the, their stadium when they renovated it. That's probably... I got that wood 20 years ago, and I don't even know why I saved it. Yeah, but it was this is like this is perfect stuff for it. You know, I mean, you got nail holes in it. There's there's uh, nails in it here and there. Uh, one of them is going to get donated to our uh, group that we belong to for our fundraising dinner. Yeah. I, I haven't decided which one yet because uh, they're all but two are spoken for. But I actually have the freedom to to choose those two. But it. Uh, you know, it's it's it, every flag's got a story. Yeah, you know. So that's that's actually probably the most incredible uh, piece to this is that for those of you that have been listening, I don't 
prepare the way that probably most pod, podcasters do. I, I, I've got the book and everything, but I don't do a lot of the full planning. I do feeling and talking beforehand and try to put together some ideas and thoughts of the direction I want it to go, but I want this to be free-flowing. And about halfway through this podcast, if you listen to part of my uh, what I said about a story, I, I probably got a little hesitant because the one question that I wanted to ask Chris when he was sharing with me a lot about the the wood that he gets that I didn't get to ask him was, do you share the story? And when he just shared this, and I'll put this uh, Be Awesome flag up, uh, he just brought it over and it has the year from the wood and, and where it came from. And now I know the story and now I have it. And the back of the the back of this picture is just as beautiful as the front, if if not in some cases more. When you think about it, you get to take it down and say, uh, I've got a flag in my uh, house that's got wood from 1878 from a house that was on Center Street that's, you know, f- a number of generations older than I am. And uh, that's pretty cool. So finding those unique things, and, and uh, thank you for sharing that because... When I got done with this, I was going to feel like a real ass that I didn't ask you if you did something like that, but I should have known as detail-oriented and as as anal as you are in things that you probably had all that stuff dialed in and done. So, and you know, this has been a, a, a great a great time here. I'm I'm just I'm so excited to be home here for once. I'm hitting getting back on the road soon. Uh, for another series of road tours, uh, update on the shirts. We surpassed uh, we surpassed nine hundred bucks. I think we're at about uh, nine twenty nine thirty. Shirt sales were a little light last week because uh, the MFAA guys had one hundred and sixty six that they were giving away at their conference, which was awesome. There's some pictures on Facebook and LinkedIn of the group of guys, the the, the board and the uh, um, some of the attendees that were wearing them down in Hyannis. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to be back to actively selling them at the airports, on planes, trains, and automobiles. Any place anybody sees my shirts, my, my wardrobe consists of Be Awesome shirts and jeans. That's what I wear everywhere, and uh, I'm a billboard to sell shirts to try to raise money. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm almost at just under $1,000 or right around $1,000 to get to that $2,000 raised mark to, uh, to have Santa uh, and I deliver to uh, the Fairbanks Youth Advocates Group here. Um, in December first week. So if you want shirts, go online, go to www.beaussm.com, go to shop, pick out your shirt. I know it says that it takes a while for us to deliver them. I've got an entire room filled with shirts, women's tank tops, t-shirts. I'm going to do some long sleeve shirts here shortly. Uh, I, I am shipping next day. Today I actually shipped uh, all of the orders from the weekend from New Hampshire when I was on the road. So I'm getting them out as fast as I'm getting the orders, or if not, as, if, if not next day, it's it's two days, and uh, shipping them priority. So even if you're in Alaska, you're getting it within three days. I really appreciate everybody's support. There are three shirts left in the generous donation from uh one of my followers has given 10 shirts that if you do a review and rating and you can review and rate it however you want again i assume if you're listening you like it Uh, and if you don't please find something that you do like because it's no sense wasting your time and being unhappy but uh if you don't like it and you still want a shirt Go ahead and do a rating and review. If you don't have a name that's familiar that I can understand who you are, just drop me an email at Josh at Be Awesome, Josh at B-E-A-U-S-M.com. Give me your address, your name, your size of your shirt, and I'll send it out. But there's three free shirts 
ready to go for anybody that wants to take the time to do a review and rating because your time is important and I appreciate it. And uh, my generous uh, supporter does as well. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn. I just got started back with my Instagram. I, I had it for a little bit. I didn't really do anything. And uh, yeah, uh, old high school friend. I'm not sure where she lives. I think she's in the Midwest. Nikki Giacomakis. She can, I got an alert. Yeah, I got, a, I got a random alert on Instagram. I didn't even realize that I actually fully activated the account. And uh, she requested to follow me yesterday. I'm like, well, shoot, I need to start putting more pictures on there because that's where everybody's going for pictures. So uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, BeAwesome.com. Subscribe. Buy a T-shirt. Going to have episode 13 out of line here for you in the next week. Going to be reaching out to a dear podcast friend uh, here shortly to help me with a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of help on putting in an intro. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to do awesome, be awesome. Have a great week, everybody.